Welcome back to our meander through marketing at the strategic, operational and tactical levels. Today, Sally and I continue our discussion and we go into the areas of aligning strategy to roles within teams and marketing job descriptions, great people's thinking about strategy, organisational mission statements and how organisations truly live their strategy in terms of what they actually do and how this compares to their brand proposition. So without further ado, let's get stuck right back in. And again, it comes back, well, something we've, we've kind of, we've touched on a little bit already, but the, I mean, well, communication, but roles and, and, and the level. So we've said about, I guess, what we think strategy is. And there's all these fantastic quotes, aren't there, which we picked out, which we'll no doubt put in there as sound bites. But I picked out a couple as well, which yeah. I seem to have obsessed by university days. I don't know why I'm having this big piece of nostalgia going back <laughs> many years, but uh, old Michael Porter. I just oh, had yeah. I didn't have to put this in. I don't know why. But he said, uh, strategy is about setting yourself apart from the competition. It's not a matter of being better at what you do. It's a matter of being different of what you do. And that's very good one supports exactly what you were saying at the beginning. I yep. think with strategy. Um, and then and then I suppose this is a bit more about the connection between the levels. So as I mentioned before, of course, Sun Tzu, you've got to get in there. Talk about strategy. <laughs> it was actually written in law somewhere. Um, strategy without tactics is the slowest route to victory. Tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat. So Ooh, there you go again, connecting together and, and the levels. Yep. And, and it made me just think, as we discussed about people understanding what their, their role is in, in, yep. in this. So if they understand, do they understand? It's an interesting question, isn't it, to ask your team or even if you're a freelancer or whatever, ask yourself, do I understand when I'm doing strategic stuff? Yep. When am I doing operational? When am I doing tactical? And if you've got a team, who's doing what with, you know, yep. so with our campaign, with our handbag campaign, who's actually performing those different levels and do they all understand how they interrelate with each other? That's right. Not. And there's nothing to say that one activity can't, can't be part of everything. So that you and I doing this podcast for me, this is part of my strategy to get myself more well-known in the marketplace. Um, operationally, I'm now making sure that I can, that we've got a good way to record these um podcasts that we then promote them and the operational task of getting making sure that they publish in sensible dates etc so that's operational and then um we this is you have to look at it as part of everything so the planning part is that okay i've got to then plan that we spend a lot of time planning which our next episodes are to making sure we've set up our new interviewers so there's no gaps in our podcast stream and so every single action you have will be part of all these things it's strategic it's planning and it's um practical mm, mm, exactly yeah that that's the thing and it, and it sort of um and i think that's fascinating on the scale of where you know it's just the two two of us because you, you can you can uh, get your hands around it more easily can't you but also understand yeah. what it is that you, you're doing and if it's, it's for a client or um uh you know your, your your ongoing business your small business understanding well okay yeah yeah what 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 is it that i'm a what am i trying i mean in very simple questions in a way isn't it sort of what am i trying to achieve your one page marketing plan which we will be coming to obviously in a in another meander uh, i'm about but, to do a mini meander about it oh there you go there you go excellent um so um so you know understanding what what it is i'm trying to achieve overall um how i'm going to do that on the ground and then what links the two in terms of what what do i need to do it in a very simple way but yeah. i mean I, I find it fascinating when looking at teams you know when you like we've already you've already alluded to in terms of uh, 
when the big boss comes out and also the other the other this reminds me of your, the podcast we re- released yesterday which was uh, about sales conferences uh, you you and uh, and Barry Clark talking about um, you know the old Mr. Grace uh, thing, where you you comes comes the CEO comes out and says, "Oh, you've all done very well," and or, or, or actually you've all done very badly. Um, quite often you see the CEO with the the, the big you know uh, broad stroke strategy, blue sky thinking. This is where we're yep. heading. But if that doesn't bear any relation to what's happening on the ground, then that's difficult. Yep. And also, if you've not done as the boss, if you've not done the work which actually puts in place the operations for your your teams to deliver on the tactics of what they're doing that's right then you're in a problem and you know when you're running when you're running a marketing team that that, that's the thing isn't it as you say if you've got a brilliant vision but you only ever let people see glimpses of it and the rest of it stays away hidden in the drawer then it's doing i was about to i was about to swear very badly actually but it's doing bugger all you (laughs) (laughs) you absolutely being stuck there isn't it really it is a complete waste of time. And if you are, because actually, as a, particularly as a marketing leader, let us say, you are responsible for making sure that your strategy has got an operational, um, it's got a connection to operational aspects. So as a marketing person, you probably need to have quite a close relationship with your IT department. So that, because IT now is an absolute cornerstone or a keystone of the operation of what's going on and you need to make sure that it works every day all the time and that your IT department knows that it's got to work every day all the time and they probably I mean they'd like to be part of the party as well mm, mm. yeah exactly and, and and it's um and it's having those those um, roles I mean, we, we were talking earlier on before this about the analogy of um uh I was saying about the sports team wasn't I about you know I've heard yes. that the best managers are the ones in football. This is, but could be applied to any any that's sport. Right. Uh, the best coaches, the best managers, are the ones who help the team understand what their role is in the team. So, no matter how good they are, no matter how what talent they have, or level of fitness, or funding, if you, that team will operate at hopefully near to optimal level, because if they all know what part they have to play, the goalie needs to do this. They know that yep. the strategy. Uh, that they have and the way in which they play and everybody in the team knows what their role is rather than you know the, the old thing of um, a team of individuals and everyone's mm-hmm. showboating yep. and doing all their stuff but it actually yeah. it means that it's disjointed again it's that understanding of roles isn't it and how the as you mentioned about you know the, the relationships between between roles and understanding how people both outside of your own team or department but also within your own team need to be performing and and i guess then it's 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 the, the flows of information isn't it so it's from i mean in my mind it's very much uh you know you want it flowing completely either flat or just completely up and down in, in a very easy way don't you because both yeah. of the people understand the strategy but both of the people who are you know creating the strategy are influenced by the people who are doing the tactical and operational stuff yep. and that they understand enough about how the tactics work they don't need to understand everything perhaps but they know enough about it through the people who are doing it to make sure that fits in with the a realistic strategy if that makes any sense it's, it, no, it's exactly all the flows think, constantly isn't it I, mean, I think you'll be very happy with this because you're right you talking about the military side of things is, is is absolutely key because in medieval um battles the archers were there to clear the way for the people who were going to go in with their axes hacksaws and just mow down the rest of the people that's what the archers for and it would have been wrong if those roles weren't clear and so the people ploughed in just before the archers let rip because they'd have all been shot down with the archer's sword I mean the archer's arrows mm. so 
it's all those roles people have got to recognize what their role is and where it starts and where it stops mm. and mm. be happy to hand it over to somebody else be happy to say i've done this marketing campaign now and here are the leads have come in and i'm now going to hand these leads over to sales mm. it is now no longer for me to talk to these people because sales are now doing that yeah exactly and i and I, I think actually there's an important part here really about um about effective leadership and effective I mean, obviously, to say leadership and strategy is all there, isn't it? If you look at anybody on LinkedIn who says they're a leader, then strategy will be mentioned. Goodness only knows how many times. Well, uh, or even if they're not a leader, uh, you know. It's um, <laughs> but it's actually in terms of uh, professional um, development as well. I mean, the, the idea of somebody comes in. So if we say purely marketing terms, someone comes in as a uh, a marketing assistant. Uh, it was typically a job title, isn't it? Where you you, you come in as graduate or, or, or whatever uh, you might be in, into an organisation and start at that point. And so you're probably going to be focused mainly on tactical deployment of campaigns, for example. And then to understand a job description, you need to understand, well, what is it about about this role that's about that, that, that's doing what we would term tactical in the inverted commas stuff. Yeah. Um, but actually the best roles, no matter what level of seniority or wherever you are, which grade you are, should influence the other areas shouldn't it so both as i say in terms of like so tactically someone saying well you know i'm doing all this posting on linkedin but you know what it's costing us i noticed from me doing the, deploying this i'm being told to deploy these campaigns it's costing a heck of a lot per head you know for roi from what i've seen uh to deliver it and so then it might be influencing back onto the the strategic decision about well is that really the channel for us yes it gives us good leads but should we focus our budget on it? Maybe we should diversify in terms of channels and see what else works. So we should be more innovative within our strategy. Um, and also in terms of, you know, at the tactical level, that person, the best um, development goal would be try to think in a, and again, in inverted commas, strategic way, you know, so yeah. you both have to understand what at, the, at that tactical level, what appear in a sort of, I don't mean lowly, but you know, you're, you're at the, the, the coal face effectively. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you need to understand what the strategy is, but then aspirationally and development wise, that's where you're probably heading because in a typical way, usually the managers, the leaders are the ones setting the strategy. But if from the word go, you, you're both playing a part in the, deploying that strategy and influencing it. And then hopefully at some stage being yeah. a decision maker, to make it happen and, that, and that's a really important development goal isn't it when people look at pdrs you know there's always that question isn't there how well do you understand the mission of the organization or exactly you and know, very often do? you don't even know the organizer has organization has a mission at the very coal phase at the very you know when you are sitting there and your job is to send out 22 email campaigns a month probably the last thing on your mind is i wonder what the company mission is probably however you can get some really fundamental mistakes there because i'm going to use an example now just suppose i'm going to use it just suppose we decide actually we're going to our main new new audience strategically our new audience for our handbags is um teenagers we're gonna we're really focusing on that teenage market that's what we're going for and strategically we are going to reach 20% penetration in the teenage market in the next two years. That's say that's our strategic goal. However, you haven't communicated that properly to this poor person who's on the front line sending 22 email campaigns a month. And because he or she doesn't know that, they're getting all the languaging, all the messaging wrong. Yeah. And all yeah. the language is wrong. So they're using, you know, they think it's very classy leather and they're using, you know, Latin quotes to make it seem really wonderful. And, and they're using, they're not just calling it orange, they're calling it you know, cerise with a hint of that oh so clever blah. And it's just 
all the wrong language because you haven't communicated your strategy properly. So it does go from absolute top to bottom. Mm, exactly, as you say, I mean, that's exactly as you were describing that. I was thinking exactly the tone of voice, the messaging is the thing, isn't it? If we, if we had that switch or it's like it's an additional market, again, how you operationally set yourself up, have you, have you said, well, we're having the same team who are doing this, the, the, the stuff for the older generation are going to be doing it for the young generation. Therefore, do they understand how to pivot between the two do they have access to the imagery they need to be yep. effective for that have they done have they done the market research ding beforehand to understand what they need to be doing and what they need to be testing with those yep. audiences to make it effective because you say someone could start with the bright idea of yeah absolutely we're gonna you know we we've sold a couple of these to some younger people so um let's do it let's 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 switch let's let's get into that market and then we'll do a fantastic campaign but actually doesn't work or, or or even in a in a, a restricted operational sense perhaps you you do do it you you kind of get the tone right and that's all good and, and then you start to um uh, push it out to people but you think well we're just not getting very far we're, we're, we're not getting much penetration to the market people aren't really coming on board why is this and then you find out oh actually oh we're, we're completely the wrong channel so we, we, we are <laughs> the people who are perhaps we're the using young linkedin folks. whereas they're all on tiktok Exactly, exactly. The young fogies, which I class myself as one very much so, I think I always have been, mm. um, the young fogies will be in certain places and seeing things, consuming certain um, channels, uh, um, messages you're sending out, and you're getting through to them. But then the majority of people in that, in that age group are yep. not seeing it. If they did see it, they would respond, but they, you're not there because you don't know you have to be there and, yep. and no one's communicated that, which again is so, shows it's so important both from the top to the middle to the bottom and the bottom to the middle to the top, continually up and down. It's just understanding, communicating, which comes about from, again, everybody everybody understanding what you're trying to achieve. Yep. Uh, again, that's, that's why your strategy there. needs to be short. I mean, in a way, you probably ought to have um, a shortened version of your strategy on every wall in your offices so that people can see it all the time. There's no point it being something you only ever look at your annual your annual um assessment of your how your job's going that's not the point it should be absolutely on everybody's desk wall so that you'll feel comfortable and happy and people ought to feel um comfortable enough to say well point three of this strategy that going for the that huge increase in the teenage market you know i'd market to these people and I'm finding it really difficult because they're all going, God, no, it's not Nike. Mm. Don't like it. So maybe this is just maybe you should have the courage to say, I'm not entirely sure that this strategy is going to work unless mm. we do it radically different. Yeah, exactly. And and, it, and it's very much because I, I mean, oh gosh, I've experienced it. Well, I'm sure we both and everyone has experienced this thing. The, the mis, mis, sometimes the mission state, the jargon filled oh, yes. statements that you can get or, or the, the purpose, the, the meaningfulness and i know um uh someone i i know very well uh has has been in an organization where it's been changed and we say about flexibility and strategy but the, this is where the thing's been reinterpreted so many times you you think oh gosh so that 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 purpose statement thing or you know word you know, like we're, we're impactful with that i hate yes. anyway what that we're mean? exactly what the hell does it mean we're impactful or, or we're compassionate or whatever you know yeah, things like that trustworthy exactly yeah innovative and, and i mean all you know all, all great great sort of uh ideas in a way but unless that idea has some basis in what you actually do so i don't know say i don't know not handbags again so we we we, we make um uh joints to uh, on, on, a, on a piece of plumbing or something like that i don't know we're 
plumbing grommets, whatever it might be, something that's just very functional, very normal. And they say, yeah, yeah. So we're, 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 you know, we're, we're inspirational is one of our, our brand attributes. And, and um, you know, you might be innovative you know, and that will be more appropriate, but again, whatever it is you're doing, it has to live in, live in people's minds and be communicatable as it were yeah, yeah. from a marketing point of view or, or a comms point of view to say, this is something that's realistic. Cause if you keep on changing, shopping and changing the number of times I've been in companies where you, yeah, you get the new mission one and you just forget, Oh, was that, were we inspirational last year or was it the year before? I can't remember. Was that the last round? Are we still that? You think, well, there's got to be that, that silver thread, the silver thread to all of them. A really interesting exercise actually would be if you're in an organization, which has produced lots of mission statements and what it is they do and their strategy. And then you go back through all of them and say, well, what, what's, what's the thing in common? What, what's the commonality and how I actually interpret that? So try with someone who's a complete outsider and say, what's the commonality between all these things? I mean, it's like finding the proposition, isn't it? The single-minded proposition. So you say, yeah, but we're great because we're, you know, we're, 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 we're cheap and, and, and we're everywhere and, and you yeah. know, we're, we're dedicated and we do this and that and that and that. You're great. All these things. But what's the difference and, or, or what is it that unites everything yeah. you do and have always done in a very, very simple yeah. um, idea, isn't it? And, and, and if you can't get that very simple idea internally, it, it's never going to work. Yeah, there's a very big brand which i forgot which one it is and i've got a funny feeling it was the very beginning of google and they had a mission statement and it said it was for their staff it said come to work have fun make money and you think <laughs> yeah that kind of that's yeah okay that's cool and that's mm -hmm. you know that you don't need the other working using words like trustworthy and um reliable is kind of pointless because it's not as if you're going to go, oh no, I'm going to use this company over here that's untrustworthy because that's much better. It's a kind of completely pointless word yeah. because I'm going to assume that the person I'm working with is trustworthy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's it. And, you don't and, need and to tell me. Exactly. Yeah, you don't need to be told. And it's also something I was going to say before, which I forgot to say, but around um, the HR angle again. So we talked about, I think, motivating teams to say, yes, I'm a part of something that, that's aspirational and good and or, you know, I'm going to have fun and I'm going to make money doing it, for example, with the you know, example there. Um, but from an HR perspective, the thing I also find in an internal point of view is you have all these great mission statements and, 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 and uh, you know, words. And then how does it actually live and breathe in what you operationally do for your staff internally? Because so often it's like, you know, we're all about communication, rich and good and wonderful communication. You know, great. Okay. So how does that work internally then? You know, and you say, oh, well, we do, we do a quarterly internal comms email, which is one way. And there's no, we have, we don't have a, we don't have any feedback on that. And, and even yep. if we do, you know, I mean, how often do you hear people come back and say, well, yeah, we'd really appreciate it. It's actually, if we, I mean, obviously now the whole landscape's changed, but if they said we really want flexible working because so much of our job is to do with being creative and, 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 you know, trying to have a space where we can be creative and people go, yeah, no, sorry, no, it's all open plan office. That's it. That's what we have. And you go, but, but, you know, operationally, it would be great if we had, you know, either we could work from home a few days a week to try and have a headspace yeah. to come up with these great lines or whatever it might be. And they go, yeah, yeah, no, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> and you go, okay, so operationally, you're not supporting us because one of our massive aspirations is communication and creativity, for example. And it's not actually living, it's not happening, happening in an internal operational sense, in yep. an HR sense. Um, which I, th I think is a, is, a, is a it just happens a lot. I think it happens an awful lot. Oh, all the time. Um, and it's it's one of those things that hides the strategy because the moment people 
to find that it's not being supported operationally so it's not part of their living breathing experience of coming to work they just lose sight of the strategy the strategy very very quickly becomes an irrelevance to their mm. entire being mm. so i think it's, it comes back to the very beginning that you have to start with a strategy but the strategy has to be short and very clearly understandable and communicable with the whole staff mm. yeah exactly because i mean again that said and i suppose it's just that good leadership and i don't know whatever i've seen somebody you know tedx talk or whatever or or, or, yeah. or you you tune in some of the agms or of, of large companies in particular or it can be at a very small level as well it's just when somebody gives a clear crisp message and yeah. everyone knows where they stand so again you've got the whole thing like we said they know where they stand the levels are linked between you know we can only achieve this strategy by having these resources in place which these guys do or maybe a third party you know this like if you have a small business, you know, I can only achieve selling X number of handbags a year and providing beautiful hand finished um, handbags by having this distribution, this distributor who yep. does it for me and these suppliers and these marketing and IT people. And, and we only do this as well by having these highly gifted craftsmen and women, you know, on the, on the ground yeah. producing the stuff, you That's know, right. so it, it's that, it's, it's that, it's a meaningful vision, a meaningful vision that is actually operationally resource wise supported yep. and then can be delivered and, 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 and it's constantly learning from it from itself. If that makes any sense, you're exactly. sort of, you're learning all the time, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. There's, there's a great quote I'm going to find now. Here we go. And this is marketing is much easier if you've got innovation running through your company because it says marketing is never done. It is about perpetual motion. We must continue to innovate every single day. Mm. so everything you do is about that changing and bringing new life to your strategy yeah exactly and it's interesting because there's a couple of times i was talking to somebody the other day actually about this and saying he he was trying to influence internally to make other people understand more about what marketing kind of is now uh, as you say with that and and he was and he said very similar thing around um what i what, what speaking as him he said what i've tried to do is is make people understand that this is a this is an ongoing obviously long term it's a long-term thing but also it's an ongoing you know marketing has changed now to not just we're doing this campaign it's direct mailer and we've done that we deployed that we've got the adverts up or the billboards and it's yep. we're there it's that you know obviously with the onset of um digital media and all the rest of it, it it's, it's an ongoing continually evolving uh, piece of work which we're learning from all the time and there's perhaps a lot of things that people don't see that are going on which, which are you know they, they sort of see you know some of the tactical tactics deployed but not all of them uh, particularly in these days where we're tailoring and sending out lots of different messages all the time um, people don't see it and they don't, don't quite understand it that way and so that's that's really important and there was also another um, uh, quote from uh, another Oxford um, uh, business school, uh, side business school professor. Um, he did, I said professor, associate fellow. I think he is now. Anyway, uh, he's coming. Alex Connock, who always I interviewed him years ago, and he said um, the best thing about marketing is that uh, it changes every day, and the worst thing about marketing is that it changes every day. Yes, so really that 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 kind of you know that understanding of because if you are moving, particularly if you're in a, a very fast moving um, industry and very fast moving area of marketing, I suppose in particular where the technology just seems to be running ahead. Um, it, it, it's both i mean again with the strategy in that area it's it's both keeping hold to the i said the you know the the, the ongoing the long-term well-established um sort of tr not just traditions i mean sort of, you know concepts and ways of thinking about your proposition how you're developing it etc and so forth um 
but then adapting to to the new you know so you adapt all the new technology the new ways of thinking to your yep. established truism effectively and and and, and again that's sort of a in, a in a strategy isn't it so like we said earlier on it's not sort of going okay well this has come up now this new thing so let's change everything let's let's just yep. you know this and then we'll switch to that and you know i mean one thing actually made me think of all this is um when if you're a, a small business owner in particular when do you sort of start with your strategy and if when you're starting with marketing say you started making the handbags and you go blimey i've, mar- I've made a few for a few local friends yeah and now all of a sudden i'm going to launch a company when do i start with the grand words of a strategy and that's quite an interesting one i mean i guess it comes back to the, the one pager plans and the thinking around that but it's almost like when you start out it's quite an interesting point isn't it about when do you even think about it you should start thinking about your strategy at the very very beginning because to be honest if you suddenly say i'm going to start a a business i'm going to start a company now to make these handbags i've been doing in my back bedroom for a while um because actually your business plan is the beginning of your strategy and you've probably had to do a business plan to get a loan from the bank to start your company, to start imp- influencing um, suppliers and becoming a limited company and getting an accountant on board and all of that stuff. But your strategy is your business plan. Mm. And it has to start at the very, very beginning. And you need to have, and there's no point starting a company if you don't know why you started it. So it's also where you're going to start telling your story. We, I am doing this because I believe that well-crafted handbags make people's lives better. Mm. That's the, and I know that because the first time I ever got a well-crafted handbag, I suddenly never lost my purse ever again. And yep. it changed my life fundamentally. <clears throat> and that is your strategy. So your strategy is basically your beginning strategy is I want to share beautiful handbags with other people so they can be like me happy like me there you go yeah, yeah absolutely and because uh, i mean particularly in a small business sense when you've got that you say you you it's your story it's your why it's your yep. it's, it's the best thing about and again it's a very simple premise isn't it around why why yep. i'm doing it so then as you grow and perhaps i don't know perhaps you grow tenfold within a year and, and it's marvelously successful but you then the skills and the, the, your role in that changes doesn't it because you're That's the right. founding strategy is you it's in your head it's you doing it and then it's all of a sudden like oh i'm taking on two people now two apprentices or whatever and then they need to get what it is i do and why i do it you know and then it's, it's going to be the marketing hasn't it and then the best marketing is obviously there was a piece i was writing a while ago about um removing the fourth wall of marketing so you sort yeah. of you you know you're, you're, you're removing the facade of you know we're just amazing and excellent and we just have a beautiful product. Like, well, we're a beautiful product because we work bloody hard and we do that That's because exactly we have this right. principle. Yep. And That's revealing good. that internally yep. and externally. Yep. There's a really good quote from Seth Godin. Everyone should read Seth or Godin. I never know how to pronounce his name. Yes, um, marketing is no longer about the sp- stuff that you do, that you make, but about the stories you tell. Mm. Yeah. And because why you do something is because lots of people do what you do but only you do it because you only you have the reason you do it mm-hmm. and it's and it's all about that it's, it's communicating that stories those stories and those stories need to be embedded in your strategy because actually that is the reason you do so. your why is your strategy yeah yeah exactly because I mean, and, and that that just sums up beautifully in a, in a very human way doesn't it because again ultimately when you strip away all, all, all the money all the all the processes all the technology everything you know um you you get to the point of well at some stage you know we are 
producing something that a certain group of people are going to also then use or consume yep. um, and it's going to produce a result in them which will be whatever you know will, will be a, a great cooker so they can have nice hot meals or uh, you know uh, an, an email a good email or, or you know online um, uh, televote video calling system so they can stay in touch with loved ones and feel yep. feel connected you know whatever it might be that there's always got to be that sentiment in the middle and I think people perhaps it's quite in a way it's quite easy to lose that with all the sort of the, like we said the corporate speak and the corporate hre kind of internal purpose things and you're adding and adding and adding people always feel ha like with your plan it's a 900 page document which sits in a drawer and no one reads it. Yep. It, it it's people feel almost more comforted when they they put stuff around things don't they like like with marketing when you so often you see it all the time and we all do it to a certain degree when you're, you're selling this this amazing glass you say wow it's, it's an amazing glass because it's been formed in this make fantastic kiln by experts who do this that and that and do you know what they even use silicon silicon you know to create it and to dum -dum 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 -dum. and all this stuff that everyone else does as you say yep. about the trustworthy or untrustworthy company we're a trustworthy glass maker this glass is not just going to smash after <laughs> holding it twice in your hand like, i wouldn't expect it to but what are the other real brand equity you know whys yep. you have there you know and 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 then if you just keep coming back to it then it informs everything else doesn't it really when you Completely. think about everything Completely. you do and and it's like yeah you say well yeah we could we could make you know um uh, an amazing we could make bulletproof glass but is that to do with us and what what we're about are we just yeah. doing it for money and oh i could get very philosophical here with simon sinek's thing about you know why companies exist yeah therefore and i've asked the question in places i've worked and you think so you just build up and up you say well we do this because we produce this service for these people to consume because it means they can go out and do x y and z okay okay great well they can do that but are we actually living and embodying that or are we actually all about the money you know because you, you should ask the question like was it you who mentioned this in the in the, the podcast with barry again about the sales conference where you say well we, we made this much this year and next year we need to make 10 percent more, more than that and you go you almost like putting your hand up saying in the back say, um why you know, it's like, what, what is the purpose? Is it is it the purpose because we need to protect ourselves with lots of cash because we want to carry on doing what we're doing because we all love doing it and we have to have yep. make as much money as we can now in the long-term strategy so we have cash reserves so if we face a downturn, we survive because we care about our people and communities. What is it? Why, you know, what, what, this whole thing about sort of your social index as opposed to your stock price index. And That's a really, really good point. Your social index and your social index is something which people do recognise. Mm. So... Uh, people that's why uh, Google and Facebook and Twitter get start getting worried when people stop respecting them and saying oh god they're, they're using this to influence um, elections to and they're banning too many people and they're not managing paedophilia and all those things their stock price starts plummeting Mm. And they suddenly get very worried about it. So that social, as you say, um, asset is incredibly important. Yeah. And it's yeah. probably, and it ought to be built into your strategy, to be honest. It should be, we want to make people feel happy or whatever your, whatever your bit of your strategy is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it does, and it comes back again to, to me, putting it into microcosm in, in a personal sense. It's like even my own, my own journey, starting out and, and, and doing, you know, marketing consultancy. And, and you think, well, what, what you know why am i doing this again my founding thing founding principles why am i doing this well i'm doing it because i need to earn money to provide for my family so we can survive 
uh, and, and have a, a lifestyle, whatever it might be. But you do that, but you think, but what? Because I could, I could go off and do something else. I could, I could go off and try and retrain as a, I don't know, traffic warden, whatever. You know, I, I, I could potentially go and try and do something else. But it, am I doing this just because it's the root of least resistance and something I know? Or am I doing it because I think you just find when you refine your own offering, particularly when I, I think mine started off quite broad and it's become more and more refined as I've gone along because I've had to find that with my sort of strategy and mission mission about what, why I'm doing this. And But you almost sort of do it. And then I think when you're very used to doing that, then you look back and retrospectively sometimes go, yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense why I turned down that job because that's not why I'm doing this. You know, you, that's right. you, you can kind of see from a personal perspective, can't you? It's That's right. And I, think, and I think both of us have... <clears throat> strategies don't have to be huge I and mean, they shouldn't be huge but they don't have to be complex either I mean big companies will have multiple strategies with different sections statements but but actually your basic strategy don't feel that oh I'm too small to have a strategy yeah you'll feel more comfortable if you have a strategy you'll know where you're going you'll know why you're doing things and doing exactly what you said not wasting time on jobs that you don't want to have or customers you don't want to have you might find you don't want to do special personalized bags for the whole of the arsenal football team it's they've asked you to but really it's not what you want to do it's going to take too much time and actually what you want to serve is uh small women aged 55 and over mm. and that's what you're wedded to and that's what you want to do exactly because you say i mean and in some ways because i mean if you have a, a commercial advisor or something they'd say oh my god you've got to do this for the arsenal football team it's amazing you'll get all this exposure yep. you'll be all over the place you'll get your you'll, you'll be able to upgrade you'll, you'll go international it's, it's it's extraordinary you're going to be you're going to be going for it and and then you go uh well yeah i could do and the bright lights the excitement the the thrill of that the potential of the earnings the money and everything but i mean then you come back again to particularly if it's you and you're the boss of a small company yeah or yourself and you say yeah okay well i could do that but actually is the money that's important to me am i do mm. i do this because of the love of doing it and do i want to make enough money to get by and, and i can control it and i don't want to employ i don't want to become a corporate beast i don't want to yep. be running a big factory on the outskirts of some some city and exactly. i want to be keeping this local I, I enjoy the lifestyle i have with it and the way i can do it the way i can control it because that so often happens doesn't it with small businesses where people then obviously it's all about capitalism all about growth and and yeah. you know, going out there and taking things on getting, and, and bigger. getting bigger exactly but then getting bigger is such a massive culture shift and an operational yep. shift and your personal role if you're the founder and the, the sort of the the manager the leader then the expectations on you are radically changed and, and, and what you have it's to not do. strategically wrong to not want to get bigger exactly we're very exactly. we do get very bound into oh no i've got to make more money be more important wear a better suit all of those things and that's not strategically valid yeah. actually if you're if part of your strategy if part of your strategy is i want to make enough money in the short term so i can retire when i'm 50 Mm. magic that's yeah. your strategy and you've cracked it and then you know don't make it that you don't don't build yourself out of that strategy by yeah, exactly chasing the money well that's it isn't it and I, I i'm sure i've quoted this before in one of our early podcasts i don't know if i have or not but again it's one of those few pieces of really good advice but quite particular advice in a way when you say when you're starting a out on your own before i started off i had a a, a coach who i talked to about whether what, what I should be doing and whether I should be doing it tonight I gave him all of my 
this is my idea, this is what I'm thinking to do, and this is what I want to do, and I want to get out of the, the you know, in-house larger business, and I want to strike out on my own. And he said, well, that all sounds great. It's a lovely story you're, you're painting here, but um, just one question you just have to think about, from, you know, from a personal perspective, um, is are you looking to do this to build a business, or are you looking to do something interesting that will pay the bills? And I said, I'm looking to do something that's interesting that can pay the bills, because A, I'm not really interested in, trying to build a massive empire and have a you know brand new ferrari sitting on the drive and all the rest of it of course you want to do really well but it's more about just what's your core motivation you know and i thought god no i don't want to employ people really actually i know a lot of people do and that's all good but i thought i don't want to be a, a manager of others i want to focus on what i'm good at and try and focus on building my own skills and do my own thing and i, I just don't want to be doing those kind of operational activities on a day-to-day basis i don't i don't want you know i don't have the the ambition to to become a big you know multi-millionaire and build like an ineos kind of um uh you know um empire or anything like that or dyson it's this is what i want to do and this is why i want to do it and i understand what that's serving in my life you know and there that straight away was like well there you go that answers a whole that one simple question answers a whole host of other questions and I think you've summed up perfectly why strategy matters, whatever type of strategy it is, whether it is operational, planning or strategic, at the top level of strategy, is because it makes it easier to make decisions. And it means you'll make better decisions more quickly. And that is why you need a strategy. It's not complicated. It's not difficult. And, but, and there's, it's the biggest reason in the world. Make your life easier. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, and, and and that's it. And then you can just see that throughout an entire team, can't you? It, it makes everyone's yeah. life easier. Everyone knows which page they're on, what role they're fulfilling. Exactly. They can communicate. They know why it's important to communicate, and everything we've said. I think. Gosh, that yeah. kind of like draws everything together in a beautiful, almost as if we strategically planned it, Sam. Grief. No, no. We, how could we possibly? How could we possibly with our, our wonderful meandering? It's uh, <laughs> it's extraordinary, isn't it? But yeah. No, that's that's brilliant. I think we've um, there's an awful lot more, as we always say, to talk about and the different aspects of this, and and, and then oh, yes. what you actually do, isn't it, to make this happen? Yeah. Which we can, like you're going to go will. to, not just can but will. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I will, you will, we will do it. Yes, we can, uh, and uh, and you will go into those areas, and then also, I I think there's probably some other people because you can have this conversation with almost anybody, can't you? But particularly people who've been in there and been you know occupied you know they've gone through a company they they've yeah. they all set up their own company it's just fascinating to explore so i think it's probably something we'll talk about with de- with some other guests in the future won't we and, and work it out but oh gosh we're on all day but we must we must we must draw it uh, to a close i think probably yes it was beautifully done though but uh, thank you very much that was wonderful no, really that was that. terrific thank you very much excellent well bye everyone bye for now then Well, we hope you enjoyed that meander today. It was certainly a lot of fun recording it. And as mentioned in there, we will have more to talk about in the future with other guests to talk through this uh, area with us. And also, we have some other special guest interviews which you may or may not have come across on our meanders. Uh, At the moment, at the time of recording, we have one about sales conferences, LinkedIn, and market research and we also have one coming out very soon about analytics and then also website building usage of websites and how to make your website more commercially minded 
or to align with whatever it is you're trying to do. So we will be releasing those two very soon and we have many more in the pipeline so please do subscribe to the channel uh, on uh, any of your uh, podcast providers and if you like it why not share it with some of your friends and see what they think. Um, we certainly love to hear from you and uh, you can get hold of us as usual at Pod on Twitter. Thanks very much everyone. See you soon.